Hello, mate. Welcome to Tim Biscuit Podcast. Um, uh, welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast. We've got returning guests. That's Reese from Awkward Planet. Awakened Planet. Awakened Planet. Have I said Awkward Planet? Yeah, you did. Oh, what a knob. Sorry about that. Sure, uh, before we get into the podcast, I just need to mention the sponsors. A massive shout out to our sponsors that are Roomtook.com, they're a bird care company, and Tenga.co.uk, they're a sex toy company. Um, I'll put all the information in the description. Also, I've not got a discount codes. Discount code, yeah, good one. Yeah, the, the discount code is Tin Biscuit. That's capital T, capital B. You get 10% off your first orders. I'm glad I've got you here. Yeah? I've just been saying I've just done another podcast, so and it went longer than I thought. Right. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can do through um, PayPal, the Tin Biscuit Podcast three at gmail.com. Again, the information will be in the description. So, Reese, from when we organised it, um, you, you're in London and you've gone into Tier Four, which yeah, is basically yesterday, which is basically a lockdowns-like scenario from March. Well, it's basically uh, Christmas cancelled, really, for a lot of people. Yeah, it's crazy because what came out last night, it was a bit of a shock because they've let everyone go and get all the Christmas shopping, the food, all sorts. And then now they can't even do Christmas with people. Do you think people are going to listen to it? Or do you think they're just going to go ahead as normal for them? Well, put it this way. When you go outside in the street and you see people with their masks on, you see people already um, acquiescing. So um, what makes people um, not going to acquiesce to this, you know? A lot of people are scared. They've passed some new law about giving fines out and stuff. I haven't really looked too deep into that as of yet, as it's still fresh. But um, I did see last night a lot of pictures about all, all the big stations in London. They um, they were packed last night. I saw that, that, yeah. They were quickly want to get to their destinations. Um, what do you think? Because um, I've got a hashtag called hashtag backtrack Boris. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think to him? Um, Doing the news conference earlier this week saying we're not going to cancel Christmas, then a few days later saying we're going to reduce it to one day like Scotland have done. That's going to be Christmas Day. Christmas is cancelled in the south, southeast. Uh, I think Peterborough's in turf for as well. He's basically done it at the very last minute. What do you think is going on? Because like this new strain is 70% more passable if um, there's a new strain there, but it's no more dangerous. It doesn't kill you no fast. It doesn't kill you no quicker it's not it's not some sort of super giant against what, what um, i thought was funny was on the news they even said like i'm watching it i never really watched the news because i know it's a load of bs but i watched it after i see it i thought i've got to see this for myself and the news anchor who was giving out the news actually said that the new strain of covid is more stable than the flu yes like that makes no sense so you you've shut down a lot of people's christmases for something that is no more dangerous than what's going around anyway. Apparently Spain had a, a different strain of it back in the summertime. And apparently I was listening on to radio. It was our radio two or radio four, <laughs> because the reason I listened to them is because they seem the most reliable things to like do radio two. I like listen to because I like deliver. It's got the news on the road networks on and Jeremy Vine had someone on. And this guy saying, the thing is, this is what viruses do. If there is a virus, we'll just say it is true. It said so this is what viruses are the do. They've got to mutate so they can come back again. 
because otherwise if it's the same virus we just get used to it and it dies off and the virus wants to stay with us so the only it's way to the do evolution mechanism to help yeah. survive which i understand and they're always bringing out new vaccinations for the flu because obviously that mutates as well but you don't see people shutting down the country for a country for a new strain of corona um, of a flu you know what i'm saying it comes back weaker as well apparently these like these like mutant strains come back a bit weaker because it can't be the same or stronger yeah exactly. so it comes back a, like a bit weaker we haven't spoke since the vaccine we've had a few to and thoughts on um, the messaging platforms we use but what do you think to the mrna which is the first approved vaccine for human use um I, well normally they, they i think i see that the quickest um, vaccination to be approved was five years and this is like within a year. So I'm not really sure if it's safe. I don't really know if it's going to do what it says it's going to do. I'm not even sure if there's a real coronavirus out there. So I'm not sure. Only time's going to tell what is going to go on with this. I'm not going to run for it. I am not going to have it. You know, so I don't know. Obviously, I see this thing where the first lady had um, was going to have the shot. And she's an actress who's been in a lot of the papers uh, for different um, things. Yeah, I saw the. Um, yeah, I saw that. So, you see, I've seen the video of that. And one thing I have noticed, and this is no disrespect to your page or anything, but what I have seen a lot more people doing, I don't think I've seen it on your page, actually. What I've seen a lot more people doing is doing like claims against things, which isn't what it's, it's they're just like bullshitting the same as the other way of doing. So I did watch the video and it does seem because I, I did watch her hands and when she goes to take the pictures, because I just thought, because I've dealt with old people before, because I used to fix mobility scooters and I used to work in the chemist. So I, I know a bit on how the body language is because I yeah. did it for like over seven years, uh, six, six years, sorry. But the interesting thing about that video was she she's like that. And as soon as the picture's taken, she did actually do that. Now, is that just is that, is just that a pose or is that like something she does normally? But when like the pictures do start, her hands do tear, do do the up down side triangle, well, to, which well, I thought was fair, very interesting. To be fair, we're, we're never going to know. Yeah, we're never going to know. So we can only take it as base value. The only input I can say on the matter is it's a, it's a very good coincidence that that symbol was used just at the time that the picture was taken. That's the only literally was because I've called out a few people like sort of saying, is this true? Where's the evidence of it? Try and have a look. Uh, I think you had a Sorry, phone call. A no. Call. Yeah, you had a phone call, didn't you? Yeah. Um, the phone call again. Am I back? No, not yet. I can still hear you. Hold on. There we go. Sorry yeah, there that. you go. So yeah, that like was a strange thing. Um, what I do want to mention about this vaccine is that um, we don't know the after effects. Now exactly. you can do on the flip side of the coin. We they're saying the after effects if you have coronavirus can lead to all like long COVID. So if we didn't know the after effects of long COVID for nine months, how do we know the after effects aren't going to be as bad or just as bad with yeah. a vaccine, regardless if it's a coronavirus vaccine or whatever? Now, as I'm aware, this is it AstraZeneca, the Oxford one. Is AstraZeneca the Oxford one? I'm I'm not sure. Like there's too many names going out right now. That so. works like a, a normal flu virus one, where this one doesn't. This 
this uh, mRNA one, it injects the code into you and it attaches to the code where the other one will give you a bit of the actual virus. So your immune system builds up where the mRNA one, I think, trains it. So when you are infected, it knows how to fight back. What do you think is going to happen with the vaccine? Because I know I won't be taking it. Um, I know my workplace and several workplaces won't put it on people. What do you think? It's a bit weird because they're just coming out with different narratives all the time. One minute they're thinking they're making that mandatory. Then I see them saying that they're not. Then I see them saying that they've put a poll up and how... um, 50% 50% of the people think that a, a medical passport would be acceptable. Mm. So um, I'm not really too sure. Like only, like I say, only time will tell how it um, unfolds. Um, all I can say is I won't be having it. I don't want to wait and find out what the side effects are. You know, it's, it's rushed too quick. All of them have been rushed too quick. You need, no one can see the long-term effects like you were saying. So, no, that's true. Re, I mean, re, I mean, even regardless of if it does work and that you, you like still won't know, we still won't know the long term effects. And that's like everything from having like a sore throat or like an operation. You don't know. Um, what about your family members? Are, are they going to take the vaccine? Or... Um, all my family are the same as me. Don't get me wrong. Some were taking a bit longer to wake up than others. Mm-hmm. But uh, most of my family won't have it. There are there were a couple that are scared of covid and stuff but um what can i do you know do do you think this is this tier four this new strain is just a latest psyop for them to push the vaccine because they know now the the vaccine might not be as forthcoming as they have hoped towards people so they've brought this out so people because we're going to get this um oxford vaccine i think it's astravenica that's going to be approved I think maybe Wednesday next week, someone said, or before Christmas, do we're like, you think they've done this as a massive push? So people will say, let's just get a vaccine and let's get this over with. Even though on the other hand, they're saying, when you get this vaccine, we still might have to live with masks on for a year. But yeah, a lot of independent head of public health and safety people and like hospitals are saying, we're hoping to get back to normal ish by March and you should see a normal society coming um, in. I think it makes no sense because like they they're doing it with the narrative to scare people but at the same time it's like they've de- developed a uh, thing for this covid and um it's for the old strain not for the new strain it's already uh, evolved since so um what's to say that it's going to stop it they even, they even come out and said that people might have to have a couple of injections just to get rid of it because it's like the flu yeah it's going to be two injections in it well is it 28 days apart the say this new strain won't do out towards the vaccine the vaccine will still be able to cover it um what do you think the end game is with the vaccine because like they've moved on so quick when i first started my podcast about in 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 march i thought it was going to be a precursor like a test for something else but it seems they've like just done that test and they've just dropped everything at the same time i think boris is being used i don't think it's coming from him i think he's a puppet yeah and I I don't think he wants to do it per se, not necessarily, but you don't know what they've got on Boris. This is just my theory. Um, We're never really going to know, to be fair. No. Do you, so, do you think 
what's the consensus in london at the minute with the people you know on what's happening like people leaving what's what's going to happen because the government must have foreseen this going to happen where people were basically evacuating london what's some like the general consensus in like the people in london well to be fair i haven't really spoken to many people about it as this really happened last night but my family members and people i have spoken to like i like like I'm planning to go places on Boxing Day and things like this, and I'm still gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Um, my my brother is one of the admins on the page. He just said, "Listen, if the police pull us over, uh, we do not consent. Uh, we're not entering a contractual obligation with you guys. So that's how it's gonna be, you know. You know, I'm not I'm not going to acquiesce. I'm, that's the thing. Like I know, like a lot of people are asleep and that, but they they are part of the problem." We yeah. need more numbers to be awake because, like they said with the NHS, if it gets overwhelmed, they can't operate. That's like any infrastructure, any organisation, anything to, in the, like with the police department. If there's too many of us, they can't operate properly. I they think overwhelmed. I think one of the problems with the NHS is that the um, testing, they're all getting tested positive, even though they've got no symptoms. So they've got to self-isolate there was a pod a, a pod podcast there was a good podcast by a by the two called trigonometry and had a doctor i don't know if you've seen it or heard it of a pro- it. professor of microbiology and he was saying the testing what they use the pcr tests you shouldn't use them if you haven't got no symptoms because what it does is it could pick up the vi- i mean he's not a crackpot he's not saying it doesn't exist but he's saying there's something fishy going on because the pcr test can pick up a vac it can pick up the infection that could be six months old so it's a bit like a breath test the breath test will see that you've had a vodka but it'd be like 0.2 milligrams, say, yeah. to 1.11, is where a PCR test will pick it up regardless. So if you've got a virus, he, and he said, in the back of your throat, it would be a thousand times, say, the back of your throat on them like the swab. But when you coughed it out, if you didn't have no symptoms, it'd be hardly anything there. It's yeah. weaker when you cough it out. And if you've got no symptoms and you cough onto a person, so if you're asymptomatic and you've got it and you cough it out to a person, they probably won't get it because you've got no symptoms. So it's going to be like less than a thousand strong in the, like your back of your throat. And it's hardly going to be anything when it comes out, unless you have got a weak immune system or you're over 70. And then you, you don't like go see your granddad. If you feel ill in general, yeah, I hope no, I've explained that in a way. Cause he explained it a lot better when I heard it. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it makes sense to what you're saying. Obviously I'm not one of these professionals. I don't claim to be a doctor. I don't claim no. to be, so I can only go on what my opinion is and how I feel about this. And overall, it's just fishy with the whole situation, to be fair. There's a lot of coincidences that add up that make you think they can't all just be coincidences, you know? They're pushing a vaccine on us for on something that has a 99% survival rate, and I haven't even added the 0.99 on the end, you know? Yeah. So, um, so there's really, like, they're just scaring people. And if you, like, if you're awake and you're watching the news... You see little pinpoint things on what they're saying that actually hold on a minute, like they're saying, like it's like it's more stable than a flu, you know. So, on my understanding of it is the narrative they're pushing is BS, but there's a lot of people that aren't reading between the lines. They're just taking it as face value and being scared from it. All they've ever known, all their lives, is to watch the news and believe that. 
do you think because people are saying we're going to be in lockdown this time next year again lockdown after lockdown can you see that or like do you think when enough people take this vaccine we can create some sort of herd immunity i think it's 50 to 85 percent of people or 75 percent of people have got to take this vaccine to sort of create some sort of stability in the public but do you think we'll still be in this situation this time next year depends it depends what happens like I, I i i'm like i can't see in the future so i can't really tell you what's going to happen but what i believe is going to happen is, is that they want everyone to take the vaccine if they're definitely like, with, with this id 2020 and stuff like they're changing the narrative all the time they say it's mandatory then it's not mandatory then they're saying about passports like they're, they're putting feelers out there to see how we react that's that's how it is it's like over mm. christmas now it's crunch time for people in tier four if everyone succumbs to it and acquiesces to it and actually just um then they'd be like yeah we're on stage two now you know but if everyone fights against it like with bigger numbers then they're gonna be like well we can't push the narrative like this no more because we're gonna have an upheaval on our hands so it'd be right so i'm not saying that i condone violence and stuff i like peaceful protest is how i am but people are gonna start getting angry and they're gonna start like like the more this goes on the more people are waking up because they're thinking this don't make sense like i was out just the other day even elderly people young people all kinds of age groups and different ethnicities of people like yeah, I even wear a mask and there's not, but there's a lot more people out there who's not wearing masks these days. Yeah. A lot more. So they, they, the people are starting to not be scared of corona, so they push the narrative of a, of a new strain, which I is have, so many more deadly. I, I like, I've like noticed that about the mask issue, yeah. Um, I think it's... I'd, I hate to say it, and if I was really deep, right, I mean, I'm into conspiracies, but if I was really deep into that rabbit hole and the hatch was shut and locked, I'd say they've done it from a psychological war point of view of yeah. to knock the wind out of everyone, especially the timing of it. Yeah. And I think, like, people were looking forward to it because we've been bombarded with it now. And as you say, they're doing it in waves. It's like a roller coaster. It's like up here, oh, shit's going down, then you drop down. Everyone's, at, you know eat out to help out this that and like the other then it shoots back up what's done my head in um and you'll know this better than me because because you're out there is the process how they handled them with the blm people towards how like they were giving warnings oh the blm process will start this that and like like the other now we've got to remember the blm process we were still in lockdown but okay. they were allowed to continue they were allowed to continue and people condoned it the public saying oh yeah but now it's like well no wonder it's spreading all the time with all them people there and it's like what goes on at a protest you, 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 like you're there so we're like having it from the horse's mouth what's like the re- what's like the reaction from the public that are involved in the protests and what's the reaction like from the police that are police in the protests compared to the police at the BLM protests where the police were kneeling because they didn't want any trouble. And in some incidences, the police were running away from parties. What's the difference between what um, sort of the atmosphere like? Well, to be fair, um, what I will say is I never went to any of the BLM um, protests, so I couldn't actively speak from okay. yeah, the horse's mouth, as you was about to say, with that aspect of it. But from the things that I see about it, was like they was ripping down monuments they were um literally they weren't protesting they were rioting that, let's have mm-hmm. it right that's what they were doing not just this country many countries and what was going on and with all that being said 
the police condone their behaviour. Even the mayor of London posted, he's deleted off his Twitter account now, but he posted saying, proud of whatever the BOM things. But the minute we're there, they want to shut us down because we're against the narrative. The BRM is their narrative. Yeah, that's what they want to portray. But when it comes to us, but portraying this uh, message, they're against us. They don't want us to spread the word. And, and the thing is, it's like when you're there and you see the way that the press and the police are all against us, saying only a few thousand people were there and the different picture angles to make it look like that we're in, inciting violence and stuff like that, you can see how they're all working together. The police, the press, they're all working together, you know? It's like we'd be there, it would all be friendly. We even give a minute silence to the police. We, we even say to them, like, thank you for your jobs, like, to keep everyone safe. That's what we need. We're not a third world country, you know? We do have some stability in this country, but at the same time, like, when it gets to a certain time, they want to shut down, so they're all running over. They, they were trying a few times from different angles to get us, and then all of a sudden, um, did I cut out there? Yeah, yeah, but I could still hear you, so yeah, okay. that's not a problem. There we go. Yeah, I keep getting phone calls. Popular. So yeah, so it's just different how we're portrayed with um, with um, the protests and stuff. It's disgusting. Like they they condoned BRM writing, doing um, taking statues down, defacing things, like damaging property. You know, it's disgusting. But yeah, when we go to do our peaceful violent, peaceful <laughs> peaceful violent, peaceful uh, protest. That that's how they want to be with us, and that's how they want to treat us. What's the um What's the police like towards you? I I, I like they're very standoffish, or if you say thank you to them, what's because you, you say know you what? Say... Yeah, it's weird because um it's it's um it's it's certain police there. Yeah, they wear these funny little flat these little cap, baseball cap things. Yeah, they're not even helmets. Yeah, they're all different coloured um things, and you could tell they're like um. They're um like contra- they're contractual police like they've been brought in for for the police for the protest you can see that they've been brought in a different right. section of police altogether they they're wearing riot gear but it's slightly different so when they come we know they're different yeah I don't know exactly what they are but they are different yeah so we know that they're gonna handle us different like with the police like when they're dead they're all scattered about in the middle of the protest talking to people they're not even um two meters apart none of that they're all just there in the middle of the crowds all just talking to people and that but it's these certain sections of police when they turn up and they get out the vans you know they mean business and they're the ones who don't want to talk to you they're the ones that actually just want to incite violence they just run up yeah. on us and they all barge through anyone in the way they're going to hit you they're going to hit you i've seen people uh, have blood all pouring out of them because they've been beaten and when i took the guy to the ambulance i don't know if i said this last time but um I said to the ambulance people, I let the police have attacked him. They said, that don't surprise us. Really? Yeah, and that's people from the ambulance saying that. What's what's the... What's some of the things, like, from the public that aren't involved in the protest that just pass you on the street? Do do they ever say anything to you, like, towards you? Or do they just keep their heads down? people who aren't part of the protest. Yeah, just, like, going about the daily business that maybe just entwine with the protest. Do you know what, yeah? They won't say nothing. And the reason being is, yeah... There's way more of us than there is of them. And that's the way they Definitely. look at it. So, so they won't say, no, don't get it wrong. They, they they might judge a book by its cover and think, oh, I don't want to say anything to them. But none of us are like abusive to these people. We're down the street chanting our chants, saying what we're saying. 
But we're, we're, we're not going to shops and defacing them and robbing and doing all this stuff that the BRM were doing. There are some people look at us like we're crazy. Like that's their, that's up to them what they want to think. Everyone has the right to think and believe what they want to. It doesn't mean I'm going to treat them any differently, even though we disagree. But there are some people out there who disagree with us and want to treat us differently. What do you think the percentage is of people that, and I know people like this, that just wear the masks because it's just the right, not the right thing to do, but just because they don't want any trouble from anyone. And it's like they don't do anything anyway, but we do it for a mark of respect. And it's like we, like we just do it, but don't honestly believe they do it. I think people like that, and that's no disrespect to anyone like that because it's their choice, but I think they're doing an injustice because the more people not just the mask issue but with people as you say don't say anything to you my th- first thought was do people clap you who, who are part of it some, people some say people do. you're an some idiot people do. some people are bibbing us in the streets cab drivers all random people that are bibbing us so going yeah to us so there are people that aren't at the protest still believe in what we're doing you know so there is it's very mixed out there you know very mixed so what, once it gets to the point where it's a bit more one-sided on our side, maybe the government might start changing their narratives. I don't know. They might even bring some martial law in or something. I don't know what they're going to do. What's What do you think the best way is, is to try and show people, like, the other side, like, there's a lot of, like, as you say, there's a, there's a lot of biologists out there, there's a lot of doctors and professors that are going against sages and i think sage and the main problem to be fair advising them like things like that because it's like from the second lockdown they use four week old data and even and even professors from oxford and um oh, what's the other one oxford i know i think it was just oxford yeah, okay, like, yeah, sorry, Cambridge and Oxford, there was professors from there saying, why are they using old data? We're up-to-date data. Why aren't they using it? And we're talking about people who are doing the vaccine, great people, but if they say something against SAGE, it's like, well, it's not what SAGE say. So where can people and how can people sort of make, say, the muggles, say, the people who don't believe, yeah. without making ourselves look crazy and like, well, what they're saying is wrong because that box in the corner saying different even though the people that are saying the box in the corner is wrong are the people that are developing vaccines and that are giving probably sage advice but sage misinterpreting that and doing something they want what i'm trying to say is how can you convince people the best way to convince people to say look something is going on it might be a real virus but something's fishy is going on i know a lot of people are doing it that are still going on with these rules do believe there's something fishy but we need to wake people up do, what's do you know the best what, way yeah? the best way to find things obviously come to our instagram page awaken underscore planet yeah that's a good way but if you want to see it from the horse's mouth go to the government website go to the government website and you'll start reading stuff that don't make sense they're even telling you covid isn't a dangerous thing if you go on your phone and call 111, yeah, before you even press it, just call them, and they and you've got a little auto message, auto, automated message, you listen, they say COVID is not serious, if you have any symptoms, please stay in bed and stay at home. Is that what it says? That's what it says on 111, official thing, when, before you call them. Yeah, so when you're doing things like that, and these are organisations that are official, and the, you can go on the government website, and they will show you, they will show you, even says COVID isn't um, 
de- de- like detrimental to anyone's health really obviously there are a few minorities where they're in um where they have health problems and have weak immune systems and yeah i understand the, that for them but that's just like catching the flu there's people out there with weak immune system have a previous health issues and they can get um they can get killed from the flu I do know um, the pot. <coughs> sorry, excuse me. The pot on their government website that it, it it was taken down. I think it was in March or April, wasn't yeah, it? They, was, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. They, they like said it's down. not serious, and that's yeah. actually on the government website. Yeah, it's on the well. Last time I saw it, I, um, I can't. I, I couldn't say when I was last on there. Right. My, okay. My, my brother, um, he goes on the government website a lot, and there's a story he was telling me um a couple of weeks ago that he um. He went to go to a shisha bar with his mm-hmm. girlfriend just just to go with his mates and that and just chill. And he, him and his girlfriend turned up with no mask on. The guy outside is saying, are oh, you not allowed in with a mask? My brother Leo is saying, listen, I'm exempt. Like, And they're saying, show me your card, show me this and that. So my brother let him waffle, let him talk and that. And he pulled out his phone. He took a couple of screenshots off of the government website. And he said, look here, it says it's not exempt. He said, I'm exempt. I don't have to tell you why I'm exempt. That's a law. And number two, I don't have to show you any proof or any like the green thing that you have to wear and all that stuff. He said, it's not a law. It's just a um, a guideline. Yeah. Um, and he goes, who am I going to listen to? The government or you? And then he spoke to his um supervisor or managers and they've come out and they just let them in yeah so if you have the right evidence in front of your face at hand at the time that you need it you're more likely to um get away well get away but like not not acquiesce to their bs really yeah there, there was a story uh i think it was last month or the right month before about um a pub when we was in tier two or tier one I can't remember because like we went into tier two, then it swapped. So it's like must have been tier one where a couple went into a pub. It's the coach house in Humberston. I like we'll tell everyone who it is. It's the coach house in Humberston, and a couple went for a meal, and she's exempt. She's got bad asthma. I think it was bad asthma or something like that, and she didn't wear a mask. And she said to the person, "Well, I'm exempt." So as they sat down everything was all right but then this manager came over and said i'm sorry you're gonna have to leave and they go what says you have to leave you came in without a mask on and she says but i'm exempt i've got really bad asthma and everyone else have but and then says no sorry that's like sort of sort of unacceptable basically kicked them out didn't you you know they were willing to spend food they didn't give the option of a takeaway food they didn't give an option of saying sorry can i didn't even ask there just was like a non-stance and that was the humberston no, that one. That was the coach uh, house in Humberston, um, Jack Sports Bar. Um, that to me is unacceptable, and it reminded me of the story you said about the Hasisha by your brother, where yeah. they went to speak. Obviously, that's a good thing because like they learn first they were standoffish, but that's probably the better way of doing it, yeah. going to learn and then if come back. Your, if you have the evidence there and it shows, like with the screenshot. Um, if you see your screenshot um with it's at the top it says gov.co.uk so you can see it's official news that you're getting it's official information so obviously what can they say to that nothing yeah, really like, no. you have to listen to the government rules if you own a business and you want your business to trade freely you have to listen to government rules and laws and guidelines so when he's showing them and it's part of that what can you say to that there's nothing you can say 
And he did the right thing, I suppose, on, on the flip side of the coin, going to his supervisor to ask. Cause, yeah, because, like, because he's doing his job, wasn't he? It, what, what it is, though, he didn't want to look stupid. Yeah, he didn't want to look stupid. And he didn't want to, like... He, so it's, it's like, like, there's people out there that still be like, no, I don't care what you're saying. I don't care what you say. You've got to go. And there's this person who's like, you know, let me speak to my manager. They spoke amongst themselves and they realised that the best thing to do was to let them in. Mm. And then that's what they did. But obviously that's down to people at the time and who they are, if they want to do it. Because some people don't want to be proven wrong. They won't look at it like that. They just think, I'm right, you're wrong. There's nothing more to say. Yeah, what do you think going to the he the he should the see I can't even say it the bars and like sort of you need pubs to wake up again, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the um, what do you think the pubs are going to close down? Do like you think it's going to have a knock on effect and some pubs and restaurants won't be able to reopen again? It's it's crazy because when I see the tier four thing last night, everything's closed down like all non essential shops, but there's one shop where one type of place that is allowed open, and that's a takeaway. Right, yeah. You're allowed to spend money on takeaways, go Domino's, Pizza Hut, a bit of chicken or whatever, yeah, KFC, all these places, McDonald's, they're all allowed to still trade. McDonald's has just still got the drive throughs open in Tier 4, have they? Um, I'm not sure, to be fair. Um, I'm not sure. It's a possibility. It might be, it might not. I'm not sure. But what I do know is, is like, with the rules and the laws, it makes no sense. No, yeah, a lot of people, even like the police, have come out and said we aren't going to be knocking on people's doors. It's and it's like sort of Christmas, and it's so stupid what the government done. I like think a lot of people because like they've done the furlough till the end of April now, haven't they? Yeah. So it's looking like the tier systems are going to be in place till the end of April, and that coincides to the vaccine program. They think there's going to be enough people vaccinated by the end of April, springtime. But that's what they're planning to do. They're rolling out a lot of um, vaccines. They're going to obviously give it to the people who need it the most. Mm. But it's like what you were saying about the herd immunity. It's like, I think everyone's pretty much getting herd immunity now. A lot of people have had it, have had no symptoms, you know. So, And the hospitals haven't been overwhelmed. I remember they built that hospital in London. And they never, about three people or something, used it. Yeah, the nightingales are being that's used, it. are they? And, it, and it's saying they haven't got the staff and it comes back to that questioning of the PCR test or the PR test yeah the PCR test is where they haven't got no staff to run it because if everyone's getting tested and it's picking up things from six months ago mm. they're self-isolating for 14 days and that's why the NHS is under pressure and I've heard from many people the NHS isn't under pressure it was more under pressure in 2018 because we had a massive flu scare mm. in 2018 and I, I, I'm not sure if it was your page that put the picture of it up actually and i think sixty thousand people some die between so many years and that's we have no lockdowns i didn't even know anything about that to be fair i might have heard about it on the news gonna right okay but this is like this is something new and i think people would believe the government if there one had been so many discrepancies between don't wear a mask wear a mask wear gloves don't wear masks the figures they're using sage official figures are like out of date even cambridge and oxford have said they're out of date and even the top virologists are questioning and even some of the like whose guidance sage and the government are going against saying lockdowns don't like work so 
if everything's going up, locks like lockdowns don't work, what is going to be the answer in like your opinion if people don't take the vaccine? Um, I I don't know. It's 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 like it depends. It could go one of two ways. It could either be where so many people are awake and the government know that they can't push the BS on us no more, <laughs> or they're gonna they will come down hard. Maybe get the army, the military, whatever involved. And really pushed this narrative to the point where we're all forced to take the, this vaccine. So it's going to go one of two ways, and both of them are extreme. How do you think they'll go about making you f- get forced to take the vaccine? And what do you think would repercussions be of the people, or the persons that don't take the vaccine? Well, they could bring in this um, this passport thing, and you're not allowed to do anything. You're not allowed to leave the house. You're not allowed to go here. You're not allowed to go there. You're not allowed to go to work. That's really what they could do with it, you know. So it's, it's one of those three things, really. Yeah. I mean, if I've, I've, I've like read people saying they've got concentration camps. I've read people saying that the Nightingale hospitals could be used for yeah. camps for people who don't take the vaccine. How how real and real could that, you know, could that actually happen in this day and age? It's a possibility. We like. I don't know if you know much what's going on in um, Australia, but they've been uh, putting fences around blocks of flats and things like that and really forcing that on their people, you know. So if they can do it in one of them countries, it's, it's, they can do it over here. It's Yeah, it's going to be interesting what the pro-life people say about taking the vaccine when I'm like they say, my body, my choice. Yeah. It's Because it's, it's like people compare it to the yellow fever i've heard loads of people say well you have a vaccine no yellow fever if, like if you go away and the words they're using if you go away it's your choice if you go away to have that vaccine for that country this isn't going to be so much of a choice and i think i don't think the will make it mandatory because there's the 1984 law ironically it's 1984 law yeah. but what i think the will do is they'll make people who don't get it be stigmatized maybe and i think it'll be a way and i think it'll be a way of public ridicule i think people who don't wear the vaccine and don't wear the vaccine of masks don't have the vaccine will still be required to wear masks and they'll be able to tell the people and i think people will be like well mate you know you can't come to my party because you haven't got a vaccine you can't come to this wedding venue because you haven't had the vaccine yeah. like you said with a passport i hope they don't do it because it's going to be it's going to be an horrible way of living and i think that's the red and gold to destroy humanity and just for no other reason for power and control and to ruin god's creation which is yeah, humanity but it's, but it's like like the, the economy is is terrible it's the worst it's ever been like like we've had like recessions and stuff and i think we're past that right now with all these businesses closing down a lot of families are struggling right now there was people already struggling before this happened, mm. you know, and then they got this going on right now. So um, I, I don't know, to be fair, until it happens, it happens. We all have our views on what's going to happen with the vaccine yeah. and, and stuff like that. But until it really happens, none of it's real. That does worry me. That does worry me, as you say, about the small businesses closing down, because then it'll be the big globalists taking charge. Then if people don't get the vaccine, they'll be get given a set amount of because we've heard a lot about the Great Reset. And this is one thing that does really concern me is like people won't be able to 
pay the debts, the mortgages. So what they'll do is they'll just say, right, fuck it, we'll wipe the state clean. We can't reopen anything because it's not safe enough. It's been deemed that supermarkets and that are safe because they've been open all the way through lockdown. But own businesses can and we'll all get given a set amount of money to live. Then it'll be like living in a communist state. Yeah, that's how it'd be. I think that was like Russia. Yes. Back in the day, you know. Well, I can just re- I'm 41, so I can remember in the 80s where they were queuing for bread, and then we'll be all given like a grand and a half. We'll have no debts. Our houses will be if you don't own your house, it'll be bought back by like the government. Then they'll control that. There'll be different things. There'll be curfews. One thing I'm surprised that the government and done yet here is give a curfew, or made wear masks in public. I'm really surprised they haven't done that yet. I feel like um. Have you watched The Purge before? Yes, yeah. You know where the alarm goes off? Yeah. That would be what it'd be every night. The alarm would be going off. You know, like back in World War Two, and the planes are coming over and they shut all the, um, yeah. the lights off and that so no one can see and then they put the alarm on so everyone to go to the bomb shelters. It'd be like that. You better go home otherwise the police are coming. It's going to shoot you or something. I don't know. That's like V for Vendetta with Fingerman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know? and that does worry me because... And I'm, but I'm pleased about these coffee shops and that are staying open. But now in tier four, you've got everything closed, and it's like they've extended furlough. And I'm just worrying about if these can't reopen, they ain't got no jobs, they can't afford to pay the house. The government will say, well, we'll give you some money, but then you sort of like you sort of owned by the government. People yeah, but, have got to read. Sorry, go but on. But you know, but you know where it is though. Yeah, with like with this, it's like, like what am I saying now? It's like. With the, the, like with furlough, they can't keep giving furlough to everyone forever. Yeah, no. money only lasts for so long. Yeah, they've got a lot of money. You can see that they've given everyone grants for months, almost a year now. Yeah, so it's like they, but that has to stop soon. That has to stop because they can't afford to keep doing it. And if they want to like buy these houses back and start getting control, they're going to need money to do so. It's like one, are they going to have enough money? And two, if they don't, where are they going to get it from? Well, that's where the government will just write everything off and say, well, we now own you and we own your property, but you've got no debt. You, yeah, but you haven't got a job. We'll just give you this money. Yeah, but the government can write off what they want. But at the end of the day, they're not getting no money from us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how are they going to get their money? Like, it's this new world. The globalists. Order. Yeah, exactly. With these rich families and stuff like that, that a lot of people have been down a lot of rabbit holes kind of know the main families and stuff you know where is it coming from then is it coming from them what what's going to happen so there's a lot to think about a lot that could potentially be going on but if we all stand up and fight none of this will happen because there's more of us than there is of them people are scared though race the thing is people are scared and it's like the way that media do it it's like you can see people think that it's bullshit but on the same hand it's like they still comply and it's like interesting to see the i mean they've done it in such a way as where anyone who goes against it they've done it in such a way if like someone dies you're part of the problem and it's like they've done it in such a way where you can't argue with that yeah and like anyone who goes against it's like a madhead and it's like the 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 fight basically got the whole they've basically got the upper hand and when you will go back to the protests where like people who were there says well no wonder it's being spread all the time with people like that but they never said that with with like the blm and now apparently the average rate numbers going back up again uh, like around christmas time and it seems to me they've done it in such a way as to deflate people's 
This way is, yeah. Right now, over this Christmas thing, it's fight or flight. It's as simple as that, yeah. It's come, it's coming to the crunch now, yeah. Where they've taken a lot of people. I think I see something where they've estimated 17 million people's Christmases have been cancelled. That's what mm, I see. Yeah. So it's so it's like it's fight or flight right now. Is are you gonna allow the government to take away our everyday rights for something with a ninety nine percent survival rate, or are you gonna succumb to what they are doing? You know. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a few interesting months now, and like they've done it in such a way is where I mean I'm not gonna take the vaccine, but I have questions like just so because it grinds you down. They've done it in such a way where it grinds you and like you think says it's so tiring should i just just go fall in line and they've done it in such a way then like you snap out of and go no i'm not i'm not i'm not going to take a vaccine because i don't even wear plasters i hate plasters i hate anything medical so it's not just something about this i wouldn't have a vaccine for anything else i don't even give blood i don't like giving tests samples or anything like that say drug tests at work or if i had to do a, a wee sample for the hospital or the doctors i just don't like it i just it's not my thing. I've got a creepy phobia about it. So yeah, I'm having some, so. Yeah, and I'm not having something stuck in my arm was where I said to my mum, I said, Look, the thing is, you've been through two lockdowns, we've gone through all these tear systems, nothing's happened yet. So don't get the vaccine unless you really, really I mean if she wants to get it, if people want to get it, it's their choice. We can never take that away. But just have a think about it. A lot of people are saying I'm waiting for this AstraZeneca Oxford if like if it is the Oxford one, Astrovenka. But a lot of people saying I'm going to wait for the Oxford one. Do you know what? Yeah, this like I like I say. Yeah, I'm I'm not a professional in the medical world or anything like that. But with me, with a little bit of common sense, this is what I think. If COVID was really true, lock everyone down for 14, maybe just just to be safe, maybe a month. Just lock everyone down. Just tell no one to leave the house for one month, or even three weeks, whatever it is. Yeah, lock everyone down. Not let no one out. And then it's and then people have either had it and it's gone, yeah. So what's the problem with that? You know, they want to give vaccines. They want to do this. A lot of people are going to profit from these vaccines. A lot yeah. of these people. I don't know if it was Mark Hancock who's going to get a pay rise. Yeah, a lot of them. I don't know how true it is, but like a lot of them say, they've got a lot of shareholders in in these yeah. in these things, and it's like I don't know. I mean. You'll, you'll probably hate me and everyone's going to hate me when I say this. I quite like Matt Hancock at the beginning, but he said something. I don't know if it was with Sophie Ridge, but he said something on Sundays and it was like, you're just a sniveling little prick. What he said was, he's like, if people don't follow the rules, we'll take away your half hour exercise, like we'll take away your exercise rights. And then with that, it just flipped me completely against him because I thought there's something going on, but they're trying the best. But from that, you see, and, and, and it's like, you can't say that to someone because it's like if you don't do as I say, I will take this away from you. And it's like from like sort of from there, I've had no respect for whatever thing he said ever again. And I think it's things like that. And as I said, I would be more, and I'm sure people would be more inclined to believe things if they want such con con no consistency with what they say. As I say, only for the week. Every yeah, it's conference like, is something new. It's not even every week now. It's like a couple of days. Yeah, we're not going to cancel Christmas. That's not going to happen. We've made a pledge to people. It's going to be unfazed. Like, it's not going to be nasty. Three days later, fucking everyone's in lockdown. Do you know what I think? I think they was always going to lockdown Christmas. I think what they've done is they allowed everyone 
Like they were opening shops twenty four hours and stuff. Yeah, the way, yeah. Like I've, that's crazy, you know. Like I've never seen the twenty four hour Primark and stuff like that. Yeah, even food shops turned twenty four hours because they knew people were shopping, so there was food available and stuff. And it's like I reckon they purposely allowed everyone to go shopping because people are going to spend their money, they're going to get the, a bit of tax back in the country, and and it's going to flow like that, and then they're going to lock Christmas down again. I think that's exactly what they was going to do, because they wanted a bit of money back in the country. I think locking down Christmas is a mistake, but then you can't argue with it, because if the thing spreads, but it's so just it's a like, mistake. Last night, they were saying that you're allowed to drive in a car, but only with three people. Why three people? What? So as soon as there's a fourth person there, Corona's been spread, you know? It makes no sense. It, no, it don't. And it don't make no sense. We're in tier three. We're in tier three um, where you can go to the gym. OK, and you can go into a supermarket. It doesn't make no sense where the lockdown the country in like tier four, uh, but you can go to the supermarket still. Yeah. It makes no sense in tier three that I can go to but the gym. Spread can still happen. Yeah, because I have loved ones here. Supermarkets are big shops. There's a lot of people in there. Like, there's probably more than 100 people at Tesco's or Asda at any given time, really. Especially lead up to the Christmas. It's been busy. So, and there's a lot of people that just walk past people in aisles. Yeah, before when lockdown first began, you could only, like, walk up an aisle, then walk down the next aisle and just go around like a little snake kind of thing. But mm. now people just go going up and down the same aisle. People just going past each other. Don't get me wrong, there are people that get a bit close. When you get a bit close to them, they do a little bit of a dance and jump out of the way because they're scared. <laughs> but apart from that, yeah, everyone's it's like a free for all, and no one cares. It's going to be so strange. I was thinking about this the I think it was yesterday. To be fair, it's going to be so strange when the mask exemption when there's mask wearing, sorry, ends. It's going to be so strange not seeing people in masks. But I've got a feeling this mask thing is going to be with us now forever, even though the government will say, well, I hope we'll say, don't wear masks no more. It's not necessary. People are still going to wear it. And this is going to be inbred into the culture now. And it's it's going to be interesting because even when they say it's safe, people still do the social distancing. People still won't allow you around the house. People will stay, wear the mask. And I think it's programmed in towards and the other interesting thing is it's like what is it nine months now eight months ten months it's been going on for and how quick society has adapted to wearing masks through like you see it in adverts and even though i don't like wearing masks um i don't wear a mask um i don't really follow their bullshit rules but it's so strange when you don't see someone on advert with it even though you don't consent to it and it's like even though you're doing it your brain works in such that program where it's like well yeah. that ain't strange because the first time i saw an advert with like someone wearing a mask on it was like, strange. Oh. yeah it was strange but now it's not strange it's like there's some tv shows you know like like me i work me i'm a football guy i like football mm-hmm. and there's a lot of football tv shows where normally they'd be in the studio and they're all talking now it's all over zoom and portal and all this stuff and skype and stuff where they're having their tv um, shows over over Skype and stuff these days, you know. What do you think to that? I think it, obviously with this uh, COVID rules and everything, with everything that's changed, obviously they're not going studios and stuff. And even when they are in the studios, they're all so far away from each other now. The shots the- are bigger. It's like they've had to make the studios bigger. So when you pan out with the shot, that you can still see the background and you can't see, you know, like what's to the side and stuff, you know. 
Yeah, the the like taking human contact away, and that's one of the things that all psychologists we like spoke about this in the first one. Psychologists agree we need to function properly in our minds and our well-being is human contact. And your and immune taken that away. needs to be close to other people so you can give and take germs to each other, and that's how your immune system stays strong. Yeah, I I like think it's a systematical breakdown of society and the way we work, and I think. This time next year, it's going to be different. It might be back to normal, but it won't be normal. It will, for many, be a, like a new normal because they'll be vaccinated and they'll have to get this vaccination every year. There'll still be people living in this cloud of COVID thinking, don't come too near to me. There'll be still people wearing masks in the car with the windows done up, which I find comical. Yeah. And, and it makes me mad. But I can't really say, oh, I can't call well, I, I just look at them and go, you fucking idiot. But it's their choice. But is it their choice? Have, have they been programmed in such a way of... It's not their choice, to be fair, because a lot of people, they believe what the government are saying. So they're saying, what well, the government said we have to wear masks. We can't go in the shop without masks. Don't get me wrong, I have no problem because I just say I'm exempt all the time. And I just tell them, I bring up my screenshots what my brother said Same to me. yeah. And and they can't and if they try and say something to me, I'll just say I'm exempt. You're not allowed to ask me my medical condition. You know, it's it's crazy. It's like these and the thing is, these doctors and these nurses and everyone in the hospitals, they know most of them. Don't get me wrong, there are some naive people out there that believe in it, but there are a lot of doctors that know it's not true. They know it's not true, but they won't tell you it's not true. I know a few people in the NHS and um I've heard that, well, I know about two or three, but I've heard them saying that people are unsure, even GPs are unsure about taking this vaccine. Yeah. And like, will they take it though? That's the thing, like, will you take it? It's the same thing with a mask. Will they just take it to have a quiet life, even though they say, well, I'm not sure about it, but they have it. And that's their part of the major problem with it all. The ones who are conforming and, but don't think it's true or they don't think it's doing any good but they do it to have a quiet life and with that i don't think i don't think you're ever going to win yeah that's like you that's like, use a that's collectiveness like, that's like being at school when you're a kid and there's these bullies and they keep bullying you but you're just being quiet and you want to uh, hit back for a quiet life but in reality you're not getting a quiet life that's a very good analogy you know yeah. It's like still being bullied every day, you know, and you think, oh, if I don't do nothing, it's going to like if I don't do anything, I'm not going to make it worse. But really, they're getting worse because they know that you're not going to do nothing. And even on the one day that you turn around to the bully and you hit, hit him back, even if he beats you up or she beats you up, that it's done after that. It's done. You've had your confrontation. They know they're going to confront you or you're going to confront them and it's done. So that's what we need to do. We need to confront them. I'm not saying that we need to hit a fight and that, but we need to have a, a protest. But the thing is, like we go to Trafalgar Square and that, but the police know where everyone's going to be. They know the points to get us now. They've been there. They've, they've been like the protests have been happening every Saturday for the last few months. And it's like the police know how to get people now. It's like, we need to take a stand and, and change something because if we keep doing the same thing, they know how to get to us because they know what, what points of entry to be at. They know where the stage is going to be. They know where most of the people are going to congregate. They know where the, um, the, the parts where there's not so many people and that's where they come. You know, do you, do you think there's infiltrators in like groups like the Telegram, 
uh, WhatsApp group, do you think there's undercover people there that pretend to be on our side but aren't? It's it's a big possibility. Be, I have thought that myself. It's like I've been there and I see this guy and he was just, he was an old guy and he started trying to hit off, I said before, he was trying to hit this woman and that. But we didn't get violent on him. We just told the police to get rid of him and they did. Yeah. So what's the best way of convincing, I say normal people, I don't mean it in a disrespectful way towards lot, yeah. but normal people, I mean the rest of society, to maybe think and say, look, there is something going on. Just think. Because it's hard without coming over as crazy. And it's like it's hard without coming over as you're part of the problem so what's the best way in your eyes because i've been thinking about this to convince people to say we need to make a stand now do you know what yeah some people some people like the max like a lot of see if you go on my page there's a lot of memes and stuff like that and a lot of figures that have been put on a picture and people think how do you know that's true what you need to do is do your own research go on the government website pick up 111 call them Call them, listen to what they've got to say. Even before you get to speak to anyone, there's like a two minute thing where you've got to listen before you even speak to them or press any button. You know, like when you ring up your phone provider and you've got to press yeah. all these buttons, pay your bill, speak to someone else. It's the same thing. Like, just listen to what they say before you even speak to them. And then go on the government website, look at the official figures. Listen, if you read between the lines on what they're saying, last night in the news, they said it's, um, it's just more contagious, not any more deadly. If you read, between the lines and actually have a um like a, a common sense approach to it and don't let fear get in the way you can see things from a different light as soon as you hear coronavirus it's deadly it's, it can kill you this is how many people have died you're going to get scared instantly but if you take a step back take a deep breath mate if you've got like if you're on itv player or you've got like sky and that and you can rewind it rewind it to the beginning take a deep breath and listen to it again and you'll start picking up things that you missed previously you know it's it's all there in the plain view for you to see you just need to open up your eyes take the panic away and have a look properly with a bit of common sense and you might start looking at it differently yeah people are prepared to do that because their only source of information is the media and they've been brought up in such ways that's the one that's the truth from like the news and a people can't be bothered to do it and they ain't got time to do it because it'll confuse them and they just can't be asked with it but it's not it's not really that confusing anyone no it's not it's not confusing you just need to read it and like sometimes i'm flabbergasted i'm gobsmacked with the stuff that i read it's so brazen it's so in your face it's because they know they can't they're lying to us but they know that they can only go so far because we can sue them yeah there's a lot of stuff that we can do to them but they do it in such a way that if you ever try to take them to court they're like no the information is there yeah so so that's why you need to look at it from a proper perspective you know because once you start doing that you can see it's in plain view it's like with all the symbolism and stuff it's in plain view you just need once you recognize it you can see it and you can understand it you know so is there any protest planned then because you're in tearful for two weeks it's going to get reviewed is it the 28th or 30th of december is there any it's on the 30th, I think they're going to sort it on the 30th, and on the 31st, everyone's going to be out for New Year's Eve. They want some money back in the economy, they want the tax back. So I reckon everyone will be out for New Year's. Is there any protest planned between from now till then? Well, every Saturday they've gone on. I'm not too sure, to be fair. They've, um, 
there could have been one yesterday. I've been so busy with Christmas and my own stuff going on mm. that I've taken a break from it for for a little while. But after Christmas is done, I'm back on it. Yeah, cool. So if people want to find and find out more about Awakened Planet, uh, well, can to, to be fair, what's happened is while I'm actually doing this um, with you, I've actually got a message from one of the admins and he said he's just um, put the page on deactivation, I think because of the, um, the new rules that come out today 20th is it the 20th today yeah uh yeah yeah so he's deactivated it i don't know when he's gonna put it on but if everyone wants to go to underscore re says r-w-e-c-e and then g g double e you can go to my main page and then um if you just follow me i will put up stories you can message me um it's actually easier to get to me on that page because i'm inundated with messages on um awaken planet so we've deactivated it for the minute uh, but once it comes back online, we um, if you follow my page, I will put out some messages and stuff. And, and that's on Instagram, is it? Yeah, that's on Instagram. I yeah. will put that because I've, I've and I've got you there as as well, answer. Yeah. Um, why have you deactivated it? Can we just do a it's bit just with all the policies going out and that, and we have worked hard on our page. Like when I was last on, I did say like we weren't really getting many um. Like they, what what happened was they might they shadow banned us yeah we shadow banned and after a couple of months they just one day we went on we put a story up bang three thousand views then we put a picture up and we got a, or a video and it's got like sixty thousand views and stuff like that so all of a sudden it's come back but what they've done they've suppressed us again but what we've done we've just deactivated it we're just waiting for um I want to read through the terms and conditions properly and um because there's a lot of them so i want to refer them properly and just try and just keep this movement going don't go we've got a backup page i can't remember what it is to be fair and it sounds sound professional kind of thing but um i can't remember where it is but yeah the reishi one if you, everyone goes to that um i will keep everyone updated but we do want to keep the page you know we've gained over ten thousand followers in the last month or so yeah yeah you, they are banning a lot of people now against yeah. like saying like sort of certain things it's, i am finding it... stuff it's the q stuff that is getting people banned but at the beginning i was a bit like q but now i'm not i'm not on the q stuff it's a load no. of rubbish but it's the election like... in america is crazy right now that's one thing i will say yeah go on so... yeah voter fraud and that there's a lot of uh, message um videos have come out of people pulling out suspicious boxes and that but i just wait for it to unfold america's a crazy place the whole world's a crazy place we'll see what happens it is it's 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 it's, it's like very much crazy so i'll put all the information in the description thank you so much for coming on because i know it's a time and you're super busy and i'm super busy Uh, we've Um, missed each other we've been missing each other but i knew today we'd definitely get it done yeah so um hopefully you'll all have a good christmas in london Yeah, th- thank you on on sort of till we get into tier four. Do do um, you think they'll do a lockdown after Christmas for the whole UK, all England? It's, anything's possible in this day and age right now. Anything's possible, and that's what I will say. It's likely to be fair. I, I I like hate to say it, but yeah, it does on the first of January probably for a month. For Maybe lockdown. the second January, people might be a bit hungover and need to get home and stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're seeing it yeah right well thanks again have a good christmas and you too, you're more than welcome to come back on anytime please like share and subscribe to my youtube man i'm already i'm already on my youtube so but yeah everyone kim biscuit podcast is the place to be everyone gets subbing thank you very much you take care hit the bell notification as well yeah definitely <laughs> cheers easy, take soon. care Bye. buddy Bye-bye. bye bye bye